is now open and ready to help you fly. And what a day it will be. Experience the thrill of human flight at iFly Sacramento located in Harding in Roseville. For all information, including hours of operation and videos of actual flying, go to iFlySacramento.com or see their Facebook page. So if you're ages 3 to 103, this will be the experience of a lifetime. You can win a free flight from iFly Sacramento. Just tap our mobile app and scratch to win. One person each week will win a free flight. Just tap the app. It's indoor skydiving on Harding in Roseville. See you there. Money 105.5. Views expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station, its owners, staff, or management. The following program is sponsored by Simply Great Lives. Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hello and welcome to the Impact Hour. I'm so happy that you've joined today. Today it's just me. John's um, going to be back with us in a couple weeks. So I have prepared an awesome show for you on how to be more influential. And who doesn't want to be more influential? Having influence is cool, huh? Helps us get more of what we want. It helps us to be a positive influence literally, and really make a difference. So let's check out what it takes for you to be more influential in your life. There's a variety of places and roles in which you can have more influence. So you can be more influential as a parent, and as a parent of two teenage boys, I totally resonate with that. You can be more influential as a boss, as a teacher, those positions, those roles come with a lot of influence already. So I always, I love encouraging people to be mindful of their influence and make sure it is the influence that they want, that you want. You can also be influential just as you move throughout your world, in your life. You can be influential with your family members, with your friends, and with your coworkers, there's lots of opportunities. Any opportunity you have to interact with somebody is an opportunity to be influential. So I thought we'd take a quick look at the definition of influence. Influence is the capacity or power of persons or things. So we're talking about you. So the, the capacity of you, <laughs> the capacity or power that you have to be a compelling force on or produce effects on the actions, behaviors, opinions, etc., of other people. And of course, that's a dictionary definition, so it's a mouthful. Basically, it's talking about being a compelling force on other people, on what they say, what they do, what they think, what they believe, their attitudes, their values. You get to be a compelling force, and there's a lot of power in that. So that's exciting because there's lots of possibilities for you. Now, I wanted to clarify because sometimes people bring up the concern, um, isn't that being manipulative? And I love to distinguish that actually being manipulative is, is very different because being manipulative is being very self-focused and doing things, impacting other people for one's own gain. And you're listening to the Impact Hour, so I'm trusting that you're the kind of person that wants to have a positive impact. So when you have influence, you're going for win-win. It's beneficial for you, 
and for the other person that you're interacting with. Here are some examples of ways that you can apply more influence in your life. These are just a few examples. See if you can relate to them and uh, start thinking about what areas you'd like to be influential in. Regarding children, if you're a parent, you uh, can shape your kids' values, for example, and it's based on your values, what you want to impart to your children, such as honesty, integrity, and compassion. And I know that interacting with my kids on a regular basis, more when they were younger, honestly, because they're teenagers now, and the way it is as a parent is our, our influence wanes some as the kids get older. So certainly seize the day if you have younger children to be able to apply that influence and sharing what's important to you and being an example are great ways to help shape the values of kids, help them process the choices that they made and what would have been um, maybe a more beneficial option having conversations with kids can be very influential in the actions we take because goodness they're always watching us aren't they and they um they learn a lot from from what we do we may also you may be interested in influencing your spouse or significant other for example if you've agreed upon a budget and your spouse is not following the budget, that's something that you may want to influence that kind of behavior. So that's an example. More examples, being an influence on your friends to be more positive. If you hang out with somebody and you really care for the person and they're really, really negative, that's an opportunity for you to have influence. And we'll dive into really how to make that happen this is just to make you aware of opportunities that are all around you for you to be more of an influence. You can be influential with your coworkers. At work, you know, for example, if you've got somebody who isn't following through on their commitments, um, it's a great skill to be able to influence that without turning somebody off, uh, kind of pushing them away, making them mad. So we'll get into how to um, address stuff like that um, in a way that's, I, I say, hearable, so that they can hear and, and actually respond to. So what you're going to find for a lot of what we're talking about today, it's about you and how you are, how you're being around that person, um, your thoughts, your feelings, and how those emanate out from you and affect the other people. So this is going to be a really fun topic. You may, in, if you're in business or in sales, perhaps you want to influence your clients, helping them to be more likely to make a purchase decision from you, assuming, of course, that it's a good fit for them, right? Because we're going for win-win. So these are just some options as to places in your life where you have the opportunity to be more influential. So go ahead and think for yourself, where do you want to have more influence? What are you wanting to change? And the first step to making that happen will be to 
believe that it actually is possible because otherwise you won't even get started on it. So know that you have the potential, the capacity to really be an influence on other people. And isn't that exciting? It might be a little daunting. It may seem a little mysterious, and and hopefully we'll demystify that for you today. But uh, you've really got a lot of power. So this is exciting. It's also being aware of how you're wielding that power, how you're actually affecting other people. And in being aware of how you're affecting other people, you get to make adjustments. And you try something, it's like, ooh, that didn't have the effect I was hoping for. Let me adjust it over this way. And see, you know, that's a little better, but here, let me try over here. And uh, finding the thing that just really resonates and really helps to move people. So some exciting possibilities. One area where you've got an opportunity to be a leader is in your conversations. Conversations all around you simple ways to just lead conversations when you're talking with people is to ask questions. You're literally directing the flow of the conversation and helping it go one way versus another, helping people to consider certain things that you feel are important that would be of benefit to them, get them thinking about it, get them talking about it. Uh, Part of being influential will be about being in conversation and knowing where they're at and what they're thinking and what their beliefs are because that'll be really important in understanding them and helping them to shift. You can also, in your conversations, you can bring up new topics. So if a conversation is kind of, um, let's see, some people would say low vibration, and the gutter kind of has different connotations, but just not as positive as you'd like, um, you can kind of bring up a different topic. And um, you can also encourage problem solving for people who are focusing on complaining. So those are just a few simple ways that you can influence through conversations. We've actually got more to go over on conversations when we come back from break. So please do stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives, and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. 
Today we're talking about how you can be more influential in your life. And it's exciting. There's lots of possibilities. You have lots of power. So we're unpacking how you can utilize that power to influence people's decisions, their actions, their beliefs, their attitudes. So you can actually create a lot of change in other people by being more influential. And we're talking about being a leader in conversations. So influencing conversations and influencing people through conversations. One thing I always watch for is uh, the quality of the conversation. Is it positive or is it negative? So if you find yourself in a negative conversation, there's a variety of ways that you can respond to help shift that. So, and, you know, see what makes sense in the moment and you can try different things and see but you know for example we get together with some people who complain about politics and it really doesn't matter who's in office they're going to complain about it and how bad things are and how things are getting worse and how they used to be better and now they're terrible and and it really just goes like on and on and on and um you know i pay attention to to my body and i notice that um actually there's changes in my bodies like i, I get some tension and stuff in my stomach doesn't feel good. So that's those are some indicators to me that you know maybe I want to do something to shift that conversation. One option is to simply not participate. So you're not fueling the fire, right? Because just one stray negative comment can really help help really fortify (laughs) that negative conversation so one option you have is to just not participate you can nod your head (laughs) and you know acknowledge that you're hearing them and uh, really not not participate in the negativity you can also simply acknowledge what they're saying um, without agreeing or without disagreeing you know just yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh I hear you Mm mm-hmm and um, it kind of, like I said, it, it's not fueling the fire, and it, it'll tend to die out faster. Um, you can seek to understand what what they're really believing and what they're thinking. This is this is really actually very powerful in relationships because everybody wants to be seen and heard and understood. So you know, one option is to just argue with them and tell them it's not like that or this or that, and that that's not going to go over as well but just kind of dig in it might be a little uncomfortable because you might believe differently than what they do but just to genuinely seek to understand what are they thinking and then you can dig around and find it what it is that they really want see because they're focusing on what they don't want and that's standard that's habitual and you know I, I don't know if I should say we all do it. I struggle with it, and, and I'm aware of it, and it's something that I'm, I'm increasingly getting better at um, is focusing on what I want instead of what I don't want. So when you kind of dig around and understand where they're coming at and identify what they really want, um, it's really powerful. I did that with my son. I don't remember what he was complaining about because it, it's been a little while. I'm like, oh, you really w-. I think it was the cat's. He wanted the cats to love on him more, but he didn't say that. He's like, Spiff never rubs on me, and Hobbs never jumps in my lap. He always jumps in your lap, and was going on and on. And I listened, and I, I realized what he really wanted is he wanted the cats to love on him, too, which is which is a, a sweet 
thing to really want. So I just identify that. I'm like, oh, you just wish the cats would love on you more, huh? He said, yeah. And I could tell that he, he felt in that moment that I really got him. And it actually shifted the conversation to be more positive, more solution-oriented. And that may seem like a small example, but it's, it's the same habit, regardless of whether you're talking about the finances in a business or how group dynamics are going at the office um, or how things are going in your marriage. So same opportunities for you to influence through conversation Here's another way that you can be an influence. So we'll, we'll get into the idea a little bit more about being an invitation. For now, I'll just let you consider that if you want to have people sharing more personally, like you really want to get to know people and you want other people to get to know you, what you need to do is to share on a personal level, kind of share more deeply things that you've got going on, maybe challenges that you're facing, not that you need to create them or dredge something up from the past, but literally what's going on with you. You can um, share your feelings, share the, you know, what you're feeling in the moment or what you were feeling as you went through a specific experience. And you can um, share your hopes and your dreams. Those are all deeper forms of sharing you know a lot of people kind of dance on the surface and we talk about the weather and we talk about events and we talk about the holidays and plans and those are all activity oriented and they don't really help us to get to know people deeply and to really feel um, like we we really understand each other so when you share at that deeper level it really opens up a door and it, it is an invitation, like the doors open, they can walk through it if they want. They may choose not to, if um, they have a personal need to uh, you know, protect themselves or, or whatever they have going on. And a lot of times people take you up on the invitation and they share at a deeper level too. It's something that you can play with, um, be mindful of when you're doing it. Uh, another thing I love to do when people uh, do share something, so they might share the facts of what's going on, right? And, you know, this is uh, the struggle. You know, for example, um, I was in a group and a woman was sharing about a situation with her mom and her mom's health and the living arrangements. And, and uh, it, it was a lot. They, they had a lot going on, and I could tell it was very stressful. And what I did is I was listening for the feeling. She wasn't sharing the feeling. So what I did is I identified for myself how I would feel in that situation. And I said, wow, that sounds really um, sad to me. I really hear that. And, and she just, she paused and looked at me, and she kind of, her shoulders kind of dropped, and she kind of let out like a, a sigh. And she's like, oh, yeah. It really is sad, and um, in that moment, that woman and I had a had a very deep connection. She's like, "Wow, this this woman Rena really gets me," and so that's a, that's a form of influence by helping people to share more deeply, and you get the benefit of having a deeper connection with other people. That's a that's a neat neat form of influence. I like that one a lot. 
So regarding the negative conversations, briefly wanted to let you know to just watch for your own self and your own, um, the draw to, to, to be pulled into the negativity of the conversation. It's so easy. If I let my guard down, it's, um, it's, it's just real easy to just let one comment out. And because I'm aware of this and I'm watching it, I've watched conversations turn for the worse because I, I let out a negative comment in a moment of weakness and um, really steered that conversation. So use this as an opportunity going out from here to notice the choices that you're making in the words that come out of your mouth and how they affect other people and how they affect the conversation. And you will see that you have influence that you probably weren't even aware of because we're just we're just thinking we're sharing we're moving through our day we're interacting with people but to build the habit of being aware of your impact on other people what it does is it frees you up so you've got the opportunity to have the positive impact that you really do want to have it's all about awareness and that takes time and effort to build so um and it's a process as we're learning and, and acquiring any new skill. It's a process and we'll make mistakes. And the really the learning is in how quickly do you recognize it and, you know, getting to the point where you can see it while it's happening and make new choices. And um, then from there, it's it's through uh, practice is um, just having the habitual positive um, conversation instead of focusing on problems and stuff of that nature. Isn't that cool? Similar to conversations, when we're talking to people, it's really important to be hearable, to be easy to be heard. Because we can, if we're not careful, talk in a way that's hard for people to hear. It kind of, you know, kind of bounces off the forehead, you know, boom. And it doesn't quite land. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about being hearable and how that makes it easier for people to receive what you're saying. Because it's mighty hard to influence people if they're not hearing what you're saying. And wouldn't we all like to be heard a little bit more? I know I would, and I'm betting that you do too. Here is one of the fastest, easiest ways to be heard, to be more hearable is to use I instead of you. Now, when I become aware of a problem or something that I don't like in a relationship, it always starts with the other person. <laughs> Darn it. Okay, now I'm not going to say always because, you know, I'm sure there's some times where I'm, I'm perfectly aware that it's me and it's easier to be aware of it <laughs> when, when it's about the other person. So, if we're not careful, we might just approach the person and say, hey, you do this and you do that. And that is not very hearable. What's more hearable is I feel this way. And people are much more, uh, much less defensive when we come from I instead of you. And it'll help you to have more influence and get more of what you want when you can state it in I instead of you. It's a practice, so play with it and let me know how it's going because I'd love to hear, not just today, but any day. Call into the show and you know let us know how that's going. In fact, before I forget, I want to invite you, if you would like to call into the show today, I would love to hear from you. You can call 
1055-576-1055. And love to hear your questions and comments regarding your influence. Now, the thing about people, about you being more hearable, know that people respond much better to uh, the positive, phrasing what you want in the positive. If it's phrased in the negative, they tend to not want to hear it. And it's so easy to focus on what we don't want, right? It, it's habitual. Um, when I say habitual, it's, it's just we automatically go there. It takes little to no effort whatsoever to know what we don't want. And I know I've spent a lot of time um, retraining myself, time and effort, retraining myself to identify what it is that I do want. Because going to somebody and saying, I don't like it when you do this, and I don't want you to do that, tells them absolutely nothing about what you do want and what they do need to do. So uh, this is good stuff. And I've got more for you when we come back from the break. We'll talk about how you can be more influential. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night, or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer, to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my MyPillows and get another one absolutely free. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special. Be sure to use the promo code KTKZ because you love KTKZ, and that's how you get the deal. Order your MyPillow buy one, get one radio listener special now. Click on the radio listener special and use the promo code KTKZ at MyPillow.com. Oh yeah, it's the Project Grow Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur looking to grow your business with cutting edge strategies and tactics? That's our mission here at the Project Grow Radio Show. It's a millennial's perspective and advice on faith, marketing, leadership, and technology. In a world that's quickly advancing, we bring you exciting interviews from today's top entrepreneurs and leaders. The Project Grow Radio Show, hosted by Adrian Boysell. Listen from your smartphone by downloading the Money 105.5 app. Live every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. on Money 105.5 FM. Hi, Phil Cowan for Essex Mortgage. Folks, make 2017 the year you stopped making your landlord rich and started reaping the benefits of home ownership with Eric McKay and the good people at Essex Mortgage. What sets Eric apart from other mortgage lenders is that he's not a salesman. He's an educator. His goal is to get you a loan that best suits your needs, not the bank's. And Essex is a direct lender, so all decisions are made in-house. And if you think home ownership is not in the cards for you because you don't have the cash for a down payment, think again. Eric's got several programs that can assist with a down payment. If you're a vet, Essex Mortgage is the area's premier VA lender. And if you're over 62, they also offer reverse mortgages for refinance and purchase. Call Eric McKay today at Essex Mortgage and get pre-approved. 916-806-0606. That's 806-0606. Or find them online at reallifelending.com. 
Essex Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS 70377, BRE 93613, DOC 603G833, Eric McKay 288343. I'm John Robert Quinn, host of The Good Life Show here on 105.5, and I want to welcome you as a guest on the show. Every weeknight at 10 p.m., we showcase a different local business, helping them reach a larger audience, helping them grow their business. After we record your show, we put it into standard rotation, airing that episode every three to four weeks indefinitely. Tune in weeknights to 105.5 at 10 p.m. for The Good Life with John Robert Quinn. And join us online at thegoodliferadioshow.com. See you soon. Hi, Peter Cianchetta. You've heard me advertise bankruptcy for years. We do more than bankruptcy at Cianchetta and Associates. We handle all forms of financial aspects of the law. If you have a trust, a will, need assistance with your estate or probate, give me a call. I can help you. If you have questions or would like to have an estate planning review or you want to make sure you have a trust to ensure the protection of your family, give me a call. I'm Peter Cianchetta, and I've been helping fish families with their legal needs for years. Please give me a call for a free consultation at 916-685-7878. 685-7878. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Are you looking for more natural, drug-free solutions for common healthcare issues for you and your family? My name is Dr. Tim Smith, and I am the host of Family Health Solutions Radio Show here on Money 105.5. Every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m., we are talking about natural preventative health solutions for the entire family. Make sure to join us every week, 2 to 3 p.m. here on Money 105.5 and help improve the health of your family. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to beandconnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's beandconnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to beandconnect.com now. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Hey, we're talking about influence and how you can have more influence in your life. And doesn't that sound appealing to be able to be a positive force in the lives of other people? Yes, we are talking about that today. And I was talking about how we need to be careful when we're talking with people about something we want to have them change. So we're in relationship, uh, something is not cool, we want something different. The habit, the easy thing to do is to tell them what we don't want and to tell them what we don't like. And people just don't respond very well to that. It's not very effective and I want you to be effective at your influence. So the way that you do that is to have a desired outcome that is positive and clear and realistic. So phrasing things in the positive is going to be very powerful. So um, I, for example, I brought up at the beginning of the show the example of the uh, a spouse wanting their other significant, the other spouse, the uh, 
significant others, same thing, um, to follow a budget that's been agreed on. Now, you can hear in that scenario there's probably some history there of um, broken agreements and frustration. So we know that there's some underlying context there, which is often the case when we're wanting to influence and create change in a relationship. Well, one, the easy option, the go-to, which I do not recommend, is to say, you know, it really makes me mad that you spend money and you agreed not to, or you agreed to follow our budget and you're not doing it. It's guaranteed to put up people's defenses. Now, if you come in, on the other hand, stating what it is that you do want, you know, I just want to feel secure in our finances and know that the money is there. It's like, you know, who can say anything against that? That is a very reasonable desire. And there's a good chance that they actually desire the same thing. So there's a way to connect and be on the same page and have the same goal. Then there's the conversation about changing the behavior, right? Again, in the positive, clear outcome of what you do desire. And, oh, we got to we gotta watch watch ourselves when we're having those conversations because if we've got like a lot of anger um, it'll come out and, and anger really pushes people away um, it either makes them want to fight or flight right they're going to want to defend themselves you know bring it on let's let's fight or are they going to run away or they just shut down that's a form of running away so anger is not a good um, way to bring about change i was aware of a um I read a Facebook post that um, somebody in my high school class, look, I'm about to go to my 30th high school reunion next year, so, you know, it's been a while, but, um, so this fellow from my high school class posted on Facebook uh, that he's looking for help for the medication for his child who has diabetes, type 1, required medication, insurance, he doesn't have insurance or, you know, can't get the medication or whatever out of pocket, and my heart was really going out to him because I, I get the whole struggle around the affordability of health care insurance and, and the complexity of that system. So my heart was like totally going out to him. Then in the post, he just absolutely started going off on the system, the politician, naming people, calling names. Um, and and I, just, I just finally stopped reading it. I'm like, I, I couldn't, I didn't want to engage with that. So what could have been a beautiful request and form of influence of actually getting the help that he wanted, he actually kind of shot it, shot himself in the foot um, by allowing that rant in the in the middle of that request. So just be aware if you've got some anger, it's likely to push people away. Not that'll be counterproductive to your efforts to have influence. So definitely something to manage there. <sighs> so speaking about when you desire something. Um, this is just like a little bit of a nuance that I've found because John and I practice this in our marriage and it's still, you know, kind of a newish practice. And I say that because it's still not a habit. Oh, I'm looking forward to when this is going to be a habit in our relationship. Just simply stating what we desire. You know, I desire um, more time together and to just leave that be. That may be good enough because then you guys can just start kind of problem solving on how to make that happen. Um, what's easy is to say, I desire that because blah, 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 blah. This is all terrible negative stuff, right? And um, 
it kind of muddies things up a little bit. And I recognize that sometimes you might need to hash through some things. Um, but just to be aware of that you'll, you're wanting to get to the problem solving, not focusing on the problem. I love this stuff. I hope you guys are getting a lot of benefit out of this. Next, to be influential is very important to release judgment and let go of making somebody, what they said or did, uh, right or wrong. Well, right's not so bad. Making something wrong or bad. Be like, you know, that's really not okay that you did that. People don't respond well to that. So um, not only does it not need to come out in your words, if you're thinking it, it comes out. No joke, it's totally conveyed to people. People know if you're thinking what they did was stupid or wrong or bad or they shouldn't have done that or it should have been like this, people will totally pick up on that. And it really pushes people away and makes them want to shut down. So that'll be counter to your um, efforts to be influential. And I want you to be really effective at having the influence that you desire. So looking at who has really been influential for you in your life, because there are some opportunities for some lessons there. I was looking for myself, my, um, my coaches that I have right now. I had a, 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 I've had a variety of um, positive influences over the years. Um, the folks that I'm, I'm working with now that John and I work with, they've really helped me to value myself. And that's been a tremendous influence. And they've helped me to um, be able to be with myself, with my feelings, and be with the feelings of other people. And they help me to know my impact, which I just absolutely love because I'm the hugest fan of knowing your impact. And they're the only people I know that call me up to such a high standard of seeing how I'm affecting people. So those are some of the positive influences that I've had. Who's influenced you? Who's really made a difference in your life? Take a look at how they did that and see what you can learn for yourself on how to be more of a positive impact. <sighs> so many good things to go over. Oh, I was going to say another positive impact influ influencer in my life has been my husband, John. Um, he is a stand for people um, finding their purpose and making a difference in the lives of other people. And I learned that from him and internalized that. And I'm doing that for my own life, helping people to know their impact and be able to shift that so they get the results that they want in their life. So here are some other ways that you can um, be an influencer, one who influences other people. Be an example for people to follow. Uh, for example, um, when you choose to take a bold action in your life, something maybe that requires faith or courage, people are watching. And they'll actually, um, it has the potential of inspiring them to take bold action, um, to take calculated risks uh, that are beneficial. And um, so I recently created a class called Be and Connect. It is the true expression of my passion and my purpose in the world. And a woman that I know watched me go through that process. And now she is really taking on her purpose and her passion and her expression, um, working on a project to really benefit other people. And I was so touched by that. I didn't expect that me living my life and doing my thing 
would be such a powerful inspiration uh, for somebody else. So just to let you be aware, uh, people are watching you, and that is a form of influence. So good to be aware of. I mentioned just briefly earlier about being an invitation, and it's kind of like opening a door for somebody, not literally, but figuratively, and they can choose to walk through it. So when you're wanting to influence people's behavior, um, how can you behave in such a way so as to make that behavior more likely? Um, That's an invitation. So I I talked just a little bit earlier about um, sharing deeply, for example. When you um, are not guarded, when you're open and willing to be vulnerable, people... um, People will follow suit oftentimes, and they will um, follow your lead, take that invitation to go deeper. So that's another example of influence. I want you to stay tuned. we got one more break and one more segment. So glad you're listening to the Impact Hour. Do you want to enjoy more deep, meaningful, satisfying relationships? Do you want to feel more connected? Do you want to feel like people get you? Learn how to be the kind of person people respond to. Create better results with your kids, your partner, clients, coworkers, and friends. Go to BeAndConnect.com and get started with your free videos today. That's BeAndConnect.com. Learn from hosts John and Rena from the Impact Hour. You can have that sense of connection you desire. Go to BeAndConnect.com now. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Interrupting life as usual. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. We are talking about how you can be more influential in your life as you touch lives and interact with people. How are you influencing them? And is it the kind of influence that you want to have? We talked about being clear on the desired result and that will help you to be more influential when you know exactly what you're wanting to change. And before I went to break, I was talking about the idea of, of inviting people to change as a form of influence. So it's less of a pushing on people and a leaning back and giving them the opportunity to come forward themselves. That's an invitation. And basically how you're being so, um, yeah, how you're being is an invitation. So what you're doing is an invitation. What you're thinking is an invitation to people. For example, <clears throat> if you want to be heard, if you want people to listen more, you can invite that by being the kind of person who listens more. People actually respond to that. Not everybody, I call it an invitation because it's not a guarantee, but you're making it that much more likely to get back what you're wanting in relationships. Um, If you're wanting people to be more compassionate with you, you'll need to let go of the judgment of other people. Otherwise, you're perpetuating it and you'll get more of it back. 
<clears throat> and as I mentioned, if you want um, deeper relationships, you've got to be willing to share of yourself. And when you do that, people are more likely to respond in the same way. Because you can imagine if you're um, you know, really hiding what's going on with you, how are other people going to want to open up um, in the face of that? But if you're vulnerable, that's an invitation for other people to be more vulnerable. So this is really a problem-solving opportunity. If you've got something that you're wanting to influence and change, get those creative juices flowing on how can I create this change and how can I have this form of influence. Like I said at the beginning of the show, first got to believe that it's possible. Then, then things kind of start to fall into place. I love being real with people. This has been a real journey for me, like no joke. Um, In fact, it's quite a a drastic change. It took time. I would say I started my being real journey in 2006 and uh, did some work with a coach uh, back in the day and um, really being aware of I was living my life through other people's eyes and I was... um, choosing what to say, what to do, how to act, how to hold myself uh, based on my assessment of what I thought that they wanted and how I appeared to them. And it's been a lot like an onion, peeling off layers. So I first did that work and then I did more work with Clemmer and Associates um, about five years ago. And I learned that when I'm real, when I'm genuine, when I'm me, uh, people respond really well. People dig it. And so um, in order for you to really start to take that on, you'll have to believe that people will really like who you are. And the work has continued with the coaches um, that I work with in um, just really being a true expression of myself and trusting that that's beneficial for other people. So when you're real, when you're the real you, um, you definitely invite other people to be real. And it gives them permission to be real. It gives them permission to be okay with who they are. So I use the example, my eyes are different than most people's eyes. I have microphthalmia. It's a big word to say that I have small eyes. Even worse than that, one eye is smaller than the other. I'm like, couldn't they at least match? <laughs> but no, they don't. And um, I did cataract surgery this summer. I used to be able to hide behind these really thick glasses. And um, that those glasses don't make sense now um, with for correcting uh, the one eye that had the surgery. So I use contact lenses, and my eyes are just just out in the world for everybody to see and it was so uncomfortable at first and uh, like I said this was just this past summer so um okay I grew my bangs out a little bit so I've got just a tiny bit to hide behind I'll be real there (laughs) I don't want it to be like fully out there and and they are and especially as I realized that with you sighted people you guys see everything it's amazing and so my being imperfect and being out there gives other people permission to be imperfect and be good with who they are and show up in the world and make their contribution to not hide out and play small because they're imperfect that's the beauty of being real is it gives other people permission to be real too and i think that's an absolutely beautiful form of influence 
So you get to decide for yourself what you want your influence to be. One way to look at that is what is the positive impact that you want to have? Do you, are you interested in finding a purpose for yourself, a calling, a deliberate positive impact that you want to create in the lives of other people? You know, we've talked a lot about this on the Impact Hour, finding what you're really passionate about and using that to make a difference in people's lives. It doesn't have to be, but a lot of times it's tied to a difficult experience, maybe something that you've overcome or something that you've learned, and using that for the benefit of other people is really, really super powerful. So that's what I have for you on influence, and I have a few extra minutes. Oh, and I wanted to remember to um, tell you, I'm offering a discovery session to you if you would like to talk about your impact, um, how you are impacting other people, uh, how you want that to be, really taking a look at what are you getting back from other people in your relationships, and is it what you want? See, because what I found is there are some simple changes that you can make in yourself that amazingly change other people, change how other people behave toward you and how they act toward you. So it's definitely a form of influence. And so I have for you a free 45-minute appointment. You and me will get on the phone. We'll take a look at what you've got going on and what are some changes that you can make. What can you do to really be the kind of person that you want to be to have the kind of impact on people to get back in relationships what you want so you can have a better experience of the people in your life so you can go to the impacthour.com to schedule your discovery session with me rena and i would very much look forward to talking to you um, again go to the impacthour.com to schedule that time together and as I wrap up, I had something that I wanted to share. Uh, not so much that it's on influence, um, but just an, a bonus teaching point. Um, my kids are 18 and 15, and yesterday they were in a car accident. And it's pretty scary as a mom. And I may get teary because this just happened yesterday. And um, I don't say that to make you worry about me. We're fine. They, they were not hurt. Our Jeep was pretty well damaged, and um, I'm really grateful that it protected my boys. The learning, the teaching that I wanted to do is that I've supported them a lot on um, really being aware of what's going on uh, in their bodies and in their feelings and let them know whatever comes up is okay. And I've actually done this for myself. I'm so grateful for the coaching community that I belong to and the support that I've received. So when I have the emotions come up that like, my gosh, that was scary. I could have lost my kids. I let those feelings come and I just let them be. And you know what? They pass pretty quickly. It's fear. It's, it's sadness. Um, I even found that I was sad about my Jeep because I don't know if we're going to get it back um, from the collision place uh, repair shop. And, you know, that what I chose not to do is judge that. I will not judge my feelings. And so I share this to encourage you in your own feelings. When you have a significant event, even if it doesn't seem like a big deal, something comes up, the feelings that you experience are okay. They're normal. 
feel them, move through them. Don't categorize them as wrong. Because you know what would have been really easy is to say, you know, that's really silly, Rena. You shouldn't feel that way. They're, they're safe. They're fine. You should be grateful. And I, will, I refuse to do that to myself. And so I really wanted to take the opportunity to give you permission. If you get something, you know, in your life that you perceive of as difficult, uh, a potential job loss, maybe your animal, your pet gets sick, um, you get into a fight with somebody, um, there's an illness in the family, uh, a move, all kinds of things, you know, something going on with a friend doesn't even seem to affect you, but you get the feelings that come up. I just wanted to encourage you to honor those feelings. Let them be and know that it's normal and that they actually pass pretty quickly. The problems come when we choose to not feel those feelings and we kind of shove them aside, shove them down. And um, that's where the problems really lie. So you have permission now to feel those feelings, let them pass, and let the healing begin. I thank you for letting me have that little extra teaching point and um want to thank you guys for listening to the impact hour you guys are awesome you're people of influence you've got what it takes have an awesome week They say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Or how about the one that says, mindset is everything. I truly believe both these statements. If you're looking to grow in your life or your business, then something's got to change. Stop the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Hi, I'm Brandon Heinz, and I've helped thousands of my clients do just that. Stop being controlled by limiting beliefs and patterns that don't suit you anymore. Join me at AskBrandonForFree.com. That's AskBrandonForFree.com. Fridays at 2. Lock it into Money 105.5 for the Rush Hour for Success. It's a show dedicated to your success. With information about what's going on in the community, reviews of places to visit,